It's another case for Walter and Bunny. That's right, the famous detective duo who solve case after case in post-nuclear Vegas are in for another mystery. Brought to you by A-Bomb Radio. Today's strange story, The Legend of the Star. Inside of a notably large saloon in the daytime, a tough-looking man wearing leather armor makes a cowboy-like entry through the double doors. He slowly walks up to the counter, where the elderly bartender is wiping the counter. Howdy, partner. Something I can get you? You might, if it isn't too late. Uh, I don't dabble in pass along info. Can get a man in trouble. If you want, there is nothing against asking the patrons. No. This involves you, and you directly. We have a problem, but I don't recall ever serving you. <laughs> you were too busy and I was sitting further in the back. Now last night, the pudgy man, curly brown hair, yay high, spent some time right here at the bar. He bought about two bottles, right? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I remember him. Kind of pasty-faced with a merchant's uniform on. Yeah. What about him? I have it on good authority that he paid you with counterfeit bottle caps. I need access to wherever you stored last night's earnings. Why, he, you're saying he played me for a sap? Yes, and if you were caught turning around that profit... You'd either be arrested or shot down like a dog, depending on how the vendor takes it. No good. And for me, it'd be the latter if I had noticed what that trickster was up to. See what I mean? Rats. <sighs> Who are you with? Ain't no way some average Joe. I'm with the Crimson Caravan Company. A string of this mess has been plaguing New Vegas, and we aim to get to the bottom of it. Say no more. Follow me to the office. I have a lockbox you can sift through. Lead the way. Should be easy, since the day hardly just started. Last night's profits ought to be sitting on top of this pile. Good. Let's see here. Are those them? Hmm. Precisely. How can you tell the good ones from the bad? I darn sure don't want this happening to me again. It's trivial little things. The painting, the printing, even the creases on the sides can be off. Looks as though these crooks are operating with authentic pre-war presses somewhere. Hmm. The things look brand new. Well, can I see them? Eh, don't bother. I'll have the Crimson Caravan reimburse you this afternoon. You got my word. Oh, well, okay. Thanks, uh, I guess. Oh, wait. You dropped one. Oh, wait. That won't be necessary. Wait a minute. There's a... Hand it back, will you please? 
I'm on a bit of a tight schedule. No, I don't think I will. I see what you're doing here, thief. What a scene. Walter, Bunny, you were assigned to this scene? <laughs> Humphreys, it's good to see you. How you been? Oh, more than busy with a sight of stressful is what it's been. Had it not been for this, it would have just been another day of gathering intel and repelling Legion raiding parties. However, this calamity basically happened in McCarran's backyard, so I'm seeing to it. Makes you miss the old days of petty cover-ups and robbery like this here. But, uh, yes, it's still terrible. Walter, Bunny, this here is Hank Levoy. He works nights here, and you are Vic. Nice to meet you, Hank. How do you do? I'm a lot better now that the two of you are here. You both solved the Dead Man's Cove shooting, right? That was us. We have a history of working bar and saloon cases, unfortunately. So, what are we looking at? This here was my boss and co-worker, Randy Maverick. He and I were the only ones to run the bar throughout the day. He had the AM shift. When I showed up to work, some of the customers immediately got up and told me they saw Randy and another man walk beyond the bar. The man came back out, but Randy, he didn't. So when I went to check out the office, which was jimmied shut, I broke in and found him this way. I, I don't know if I'm just in shock or numbed by the living conditions out here. I haven't shed a tear since. Mr. Maverick was the best boss I've ever had. I'm sorry to hear that. I gave the room a quick once over. You can see a heavy lockbox sitting on the desk there. Hank tells me that's where they keep the daily earnings. Thing is, it's still heavy. It hardly looks like a cap was swiped out of that thing. What? Well, this was clearly a robbery, or an attempt at one. It almost looks like the perpetrator made it to the finish line and simply turned back. What thief doesn't salivate over a stash like this? There's gotta be over a thousand caps in here. Good point, Bunny. Hank, did Randy have any enemies? No, not that I know of. Uh, he was a caravan guard all his life. One of the lucky ones who made it to retirement. Opened the Eternal Saloon and settled all by his lonesome in West Vegas. Hmm. Interesting. I found no further damage than a pair of blaster points. Very powerful ones, too, from an energy weapon. Likely a laser pistol. Hmm. Yep. Two quick ones to the chest, by the looks of it. Energy weapon? Well, that isn't exactly the most common firearm around these parts. We're pretty close to fiend territory, and they occasionally frequent those guns. But a true fiend would have been noticed here and cleaned out that box. What was the man wearing, Hank? Patron told me it was reinforced leather armor. <laughs> Thank goodness he was a clothing vendor. Modified common armor is usually worn by high-ranking wanderers in the wilderness. Viper leaders, mercenaries, etc. Well, there's only one way to find out who got their hands on a laser gun in these parts the regular way. And we all know that the fiends aren't a fan of that. Oh, Walter. You don't mean... Yep. We left Gloria Van Graaff on a sweeter note compared to last time. We'll be fine. 
Gloria Van Graaff, a head of the New Vegas branch of the Van Graaff family, plus her brother and first mate Jean Baptiste, but we don't like to talk to him. The Van Graaffs are the biggest energy weapons pushers since the Brotherhood of Steel, except the Graffs like to share, for a profit of course. You'd best keep your business square with them, and try to pull a friendly runaround and you'll end up with your throat cut in a back alleyway the same night, or left in a puddle of plasma. That's their way. They've got a lucrative business in Freeside, just outside the Strip. You see the big Silver Rush sign above the building next to the Atomic Wrangler? You've made it. Bunny isn't fond of that place, and neither am I, but I have the slightest hunch that Gloria likes me and didn't like to see Bunny at my side. We approached the double doors where their usual guard greeted us. <laughs> Walter, Walter, Walter. How good it is to see you again. Finally switching out that ancient lock drawer for something, uh, more modern. Simon, likewise. Modern? I've lived across the south and west and never saw the good old pea shooter outnumbered. Uh, what a shame. Then I'm assuming you're here to see Gloria then. It looks that way. <laughs> Would be a nice touch of respect. My point of advice. Buy a plasma pistol on your way out. Would be a nice touch of respect. We're not exactly a charity of information. And I'd hate to have my bosses snap on me for letting you both in for nothing again. You have our word. Alright then. You know the drill. All weapons and ammo inside the trunk. You'll get it back on your way out. Ah, yes. My two favorite celebrity customers. You know, purchasing something here for the public to notice would do wonders for our business. That's not such a bad idea, Gloria. Maybe we'll make a transaction after we get equally reliable information. I'll never get over that good old-fashioned assertiveness. Fine. I'll tell you what I know, as long as it breaches no trade secrets, Walter. Bunny? Afternoon. Murder. At the Eternal Saloon, and just outside of the city limits. Our Vic, Randy Maverick, was gunned down with a high-powered laser pistol. That much is for sure. Now, I know you folks deal mostly in plasma, but artillery with two-shot stopping power made me think it was a custom job by your boys. Serve anyone with heavy leather armor recently? Two shots, you say? Hmm. Well, that definitely could be from any old energy sidearm, but we did have a customer a few months back place an order for a rarity. Go on. I honestly can't tell you much beyond the gun, which very well may not be your murder weapon, but we indeed had a hold on an AEP-7 laser pistol some time ago. They were meant to replace the AEP-5 models we all use today, but they were never mass-distributed. This made them highly collectible and very valuable. The reason I share this is because these models fired twice before reloading, packing a bigger punch and a killing blow to anyone not wearing armor. Interesting. Is there a logbook? Somewhere where we could find the buyer's name? Yes. Shouldn't be all that difficult since this isn't a common weapon. Jean, get the transaction logs for the past three months. They ought to be in there. Sure thing. Ah, uh, let's see here. And... yes. AEP-7. Funny. I didn't identify it by the name, but by the difference in zeros. Let's see. <laughs> ah, I see. Pew-pew. 
That's what the man named it. I don't remember what he looked like, but I recall him being very giddy when he came to pick it up now. His name? Alan Marks. Could he be your guy? I doubt it since anyone can shoot an energy weapon twice, but that's all I can offer. Thank you, Gloria. Not a problem. Not the type of problem I was expecting, though. So it's fine by me. Well, in any case, here. Put us down for a shiny new plasma pistol. Just there this morning. I need to get a trooper and. And what? <gasps> sit down, son. D- don't shoot. I said, sit down! I'm not going to ask it a third time. Uh-huh. Alright. Good. I'm gonna spend all day trying to find you. And it looks like I did just in time. Look. Just, what do you want from me? I'm in my boxers, for goodness sake. Are you going to kill a man in his boxers? Only locals stop by the Eternal Saloon. So I search locally. And here you are, boy. Your pudgy, curly brown hair. And, oh, is that a caravan outfit I see hung up on your wall? Oh, yep, it's you. Look, pal, all I do is try to make a living, and I don't hurt anyone. Wait. Wait, wait. You killed Randy, didn't you? Wait, I didn't mean to get you pinched. I just wanted to- I don't care about what you were going to do. What I care about is where you snagged those damn bottle caps! Successful caravaneer like you ought to have picked up a maraud of collectibles over the years. Now, I'm tired of offering up chances, mate. I want- The bottle caps. What bottle caps? I don't even know what you're wanting. Why do they always hold out on me? (sighs) The bottle caps, son. The ones with the blue star underneath. The blue star? You you mean from the Sunset Sarsaparilla bottle? You want the whole neighborhood to hear? Is that what this is all about? You, You sick monster. If I had known I paid with those stars with a sick puppy like you on the loose, I would have kept them all to myself. (laughs) 
You're just flush with them, ain't you? Surprised you ain't cashed out on them yet. Huh? Oh well. I guess fate didn't favor you for this. No! Exactly. But based on our description, the man was intent on this particular model. It comes off as some sort of connoisseur, a collector. It could be nothing, but it's important to relay. Aye, aye, Walter. Hank tells me he's arranging the burial of Mr. Maverick, and we'll be working around the clock until he can find a night shift replacement. It was quite somber once we let the locals know. Looks as though Randy was a little community pillar. They want justice. Oh, how I hate cases that end up like this. We'll see to it that he didn't die in vain. Hook us up with any updates, Humphreys. We'll do the same. Indeed. Be careful, you two. I still don't get it. I'm still stuck on the fact that he blatantly had the opportunity to make off with a score of his life and be halfway across town by now. This had to have been a personal vendetta. Maybe the bottle cap stash was already sitting on the table prior to the murder. Yes, that crossed my mind, too. I'm not totally convinced, though. Something just doesn't feel right about an old man with no enemies getting zapped for no reason. Maybe... Maybe it wasn't the caps they were after. Maybe it was something else. Now that's a motive we can go after. Let's say tomorrow you and I sweat some of the regulars there. Meet some folk who may have had some insight on Mr. Maverick's history. Who knows? He may have owned a priceless jewel. A Maltese falcon or something. That sounds like a swell plan. Don't worry, Walter. We'll get to the bottom of this. as though I beat your boat to the scene. The neighbour must have called you and McCarran back to back. Says this place belonged to Eli Chamberlain and heard a commotion last night. What kind? No gunshots, if that's what you're asking. Glass breaking, tables and chairs moving a bit violently. I think she had a crush on the poor lad to be paying that much attention to him. Best guess is on some fiends or a chem deal gone wrong. That or... or... Walter, would you stop kicking your foot through that dust? Don't waste your breath on analysis. This man was murdered by our saloon owner killer. What? How do you know? Look here. Bottle caps. Enough to buy a brand new pistol from the gun runners. But the man must have had a beef with somebody just to be killed and left alone. Who's to say the killer didn't have an employer with specific instructions not to do anything but whack the victim? That's a bit of a stretch, Humphreys. No. Walter's right. Just look around you. 
This house wasn't found in this state. The place has been flipped upside down. And this is just the kitchen. If you peek down the way there, you can see the living room was subject to paranormal activity or something. This still doesn't feel like solid enough evidence to determine who in heaven's name performed these bizarre killings. We'd still need to witness a longer pattern of crime scenes like this. We're not going to wait for more of these poor saps to get bumped off by this psycho to draw the lines. In fact, Bonnie and I have uncovered a person of interest. Really? Well, don't hold back from me. Give us something for the logbooks. Alan Marks. Unfortunately, all we know of the man is his name. The factor that makes him interesting is his favorite custom laser pistol he purchased from the Van Graffs some time ago. Pew Pew was its name. Fires two very fast, very powerful charges. Was a unique collectible that he spent a heap of caps for. Now that's a lead. Only thing you're missing is if this man murdered our Vic with the exact same gun. If he hadn't dematerialized here, we would know if two blasts did the job. That's the assumption, but it's a good assumption to make. It at least gives us a reason to change something. But where in the world do you plan to find him? He could be anywhere from New Mexico to the boneyard by now. We'll put some feelers out there, in the meantime. Hey! Put your hands up! Walk in slowly now. Whoa! Don't shoot! Who are you, sneaking up behind us like that? Please, you three. I didn't know this place was occupied. I'd heard about the break-in and wanted to, well, see if there were any leads. Well, no need to worry about that. Me and the detectives have the situation well under control. What might your name be? What's your connection to this place? My name's Malcolm. Malcolm Holmes. I'm a traveler. Just a traveler. And a collector. I'm no vagrant. Do you have anything to offer us, or are you just here to scavenge? I'll... I'll tell you, but can you please put the guns away? Worst I've heard were a pair of bloat flies. And that's just because they attacked me. All right, then. You were saying? Uh, look, I'm not exactly the bravest of men, but I think anyone would go picking for valuables here than try their luck at raiders' compounds for goods. As anyone would in this death-defying world. But as we said, unless you have something for us regarding this random killing, you'd best be on your way. Wait, I was gonna just say yes and leave, but the NCR doesn't know the motive? We're on top of everything, thank you very much. But maybe not. Malcolm, is there something we should know? <laughs> yes, of course. I thought the legend of the star was well known across the wasteland, but I guess not in every place. The legend of the what? Oh, not this. You folks have never heard about the legend? Boy, I may have just saved you bunch a heap of time. We're more of a newer bunch around here, besides our NCR lieutenant here. Come on, and tell us about the legend and what it has to do with these murders. Ah, I see. Well, friends, I'm a bit of a cheapskate, but would rather not have the deaths of these poor fellows on my conscience in the future. So I'll let you in on a little Mojave secret. You know those sunset sarsaparilla drinks you can find just about anywhere around here? Yes. I've gotten just about sick of them at this point, yes. Then get a load of this. According to legend... If you get a blue star underneath one of the bottle caps, it means it's very special. <sighs> Story goes that if you get enough of those things, you can cash them in for an ancient treasure that goes back before the bombs dropped. It's all a bunch of hopeful hooey. And besides, even if the treasure were real, it would have been well decayed by now. So that's what you collect. This opens up a new question about you. How did you know the victim may have had these special bottle caps on him? That's where I'm ahead of you. 
Every follower of the legend can tell when Alan Marks draws blood. And when I heard about that barkeep getting whacked with hardly a cap missing from his stash, I knew right away. I suppose you could say I have detective skills too. That confirms it, Humphreys. Mr. Marks is our man. All right, all right. You win yet again, Walter. Mr. Holmes, was it? Spill everything you know about this man so we can hunt him down. We already know he likes to sport around a special two-shot laser pistol to handle his killings. But what else do you know about him? Not much, unfortunately. Just some tough-as-nails mercenary type that goes as far as killing folks for those bottle caps. I've heard of people doing something so rash. But those stories are rare. Most common crimes surrounding the legend are pickpockets and bum deals. Heck, a lot of people don't know the significance of those bottle caps and end up trading them away without knowing their significance. That's how I've done it before, but mostly through scavenging. Ah, save it. It's not like you were stealing something that matters like food and ammo. Walter, Bunny, I'll stay back here and talk with Malcolm for a little bit. I'll let you know if there's something new. In the meantime, I say you sweat a few more collectors and find out more about this Alan Marks fellow. The more we know, the better. Indeed. Bunny, I say we head back to the office and sort through the Sunset Sarsaparilla files to get a new perspective on this. I think I'm interested in this legend. We'll return to our mystery after this. And now, back to our story. Cynthia, I need to see her. A good evening to you too, Buster. I'm serious. I want to talk to her for a sec. Yeah? Then how come every time you say that, you end up talking for darn near an hour before raising all kinds of hell in this place? This is different. This just may be the last time I get to see her. Hmm. Well, that's a different premise. So, can I see her? Ugh, she doesn't want to see you now. You stop screwing around with me, alright? After tonight, chances are you ain't gonna have to worry about me no more. Uh, fine. But keep the time short and the volume low this time. Thank you. Keep it away from the bar, you hear? Go get that empty booth over there. I'll send her to you. Yeah, yeah. Cynthia! Don't get up. I'm mad enough that my boss gave in to your commands yet again. But you obviously didn't get the message that I don't want to- Didn't want to see me, I know. But look, hon, sit down. Don't call me that anymore, Alan. We're way past that. Not after I tell you what I have to tell you. Please, Cynthia. Just sit down. Let me talk. I'm not gonna freak out this time. I- Please. <sighs> Fine. Whatever. Great. Great! I can light my own. Thank you. Just say what you need to say and get out. <clears throat> of course. Look, you remember when we last saw each other? When we were steady? How could I forget? Your partner just died because you locked the door on him in that robot factory to save your own skin. 
That was, of course, when you thought taking higher-risk jobs equals even higher pay. Not that woman. I'm talking about the last thing I mentioned to you before you and I went sour. Well, it must have not been all that important because that's the last thing I remember. The bottle caps, Cynthia. The blue stars. There's a treasure at the end of this rainbow and it starts with them caps. <sighs> Goodbye, Alan. Wait, please. What else is there to talk about? You brought a lot of mud into my house over the promises of fortune, and it always got me pointed as the person of interest, because you couldn't handle your own business like a man. But... I did my part, Alan. Kept my mouth shut when House or the NCR came knocking at my door and played the clueless girlfriend act every time. Always kept my nose out of exactly what you were doing anyway. Nor did I care all that much despite how gruesome your style is. Now you're telling me you want to go ahead and go through with that wild goose chase bottle cap hunt? At least with your old employers, you knew the rewards. But you could very well be chasing a box full of air here. Sin, it's just about guaranteed to be a real thing. Whatever that real thing is. Either way, it's supposed to be a treasure that's said to set you for life. One way or another. <sighs> Let's say there really is something for you to get excited about here. Why are you telling me? Memory serves correct, I said I never wanted to see you again. Well, believe it or not, I plan on starting over once this thing is done. Which it will be. And soon. <laughs> that good, huh? Yeah. Going to pack my bags, wipe that slate clean, maybe move out to California before the Legion get too bold over there. <laughs> I wouldn't pass up on this chance, Sin. Give me another. Come on. It's the last one I'm given in my career. You and I both know that's not the truth, Alan. But I... You've said it before, and you're saying it again. You got the bloodlust, Mr. Marks. Even if we do get back together, and this mirage of yours ends up being true, you'll just find another reason to take what you want by force and get in trouble again. But you... You're a lone wolf, honey. You're a lot of other things as well, but one thing I can give you is your resilience in this dog-eat-dog -dog world. That's something most of us pretend to have, but you, Alan, you have it, and should be fine in whatever path you choose out here. Uh, I... I don't want to live it alone, Sin. As I said, you'll be fine. Folks like me get guilty by association with types like you. Do ya? Do you still love me? I think of you often. Let's just leave it at that. I understand. It's worth a try, hmm? Of... of course. You were a lot more genuine than the last three times. Build on that. Goodbye, Alan. Goodbye, Sin. Hold the counter a little longer. I need to wash dishes to clear my head. You got it. Take your time. in the Randy Maverick murder case, investigators now believe that a second murder tied to the killer was carried out over a similar motive. 
special bottle caps. Those native to the Mojave may be aware of the existence of unique bottle caps found on Sunset Sarsaparilla bottles that contain a blue star underneath. Legend has it that when enough of these caps have been collected, they can be turned in for an unknown treasure. Many assume anything from money to a lifetime supply of water may await them. The tradition of the, quote, legend of the star has been practiced for many years in the region, but few have resorted to murder in the name of it. Officials believe that one Alan Marks may be a prime suspect in the double murder and that he may be behind perhaps dozens more. <gasps> Anyone with information regarding this man is urged to contact their local NCR police or WB investigations. He is believed to be an average height, average build man with dark hair and usually spotted with leather armor. A more distinguished feature is his signature two-shot laser pistol that is suspected to be the sole murder weapon. And now, on to... I... I can't believe this! Wait a minute, what am I saying? Of course I can! And that rat wanted me to tag along with him, with his name all over the radio! Here's fine, ma'am. Walter should be out in a moment. All right. Cynthia, nice to meet you. Mr. Camry, I know you said you wanted to be quick, but please spare us no details that can help save innocent lives. Oh, don't worry. That's all I intend to do here. Before we do that, do you mind listing your name and affiliation for the record? Um, sure. Cynthia Modell. I was Alan Marks's girlfriend for three years before leaving him for my own safety. I work at Rita's Cafe in East Vegas. It's really just a reconverted piano bar now, though. It's where we met, actually. If my memory serves correct, you said over the phone that you knew very well what your then-boyfriend was involved in. What compelled you to see the authorities over this legend business? I... Well, I know it sounds silly, but... Every man in this world can't just stand in front of the head of a caravan company and get on his work around here. Most folks have to scavenge, survive, and freelance it out here. Most of that work isn't exactly safe, and a lot of it is shady. I never asked questions about my Alan at the time, but I knew the answer anyway. He was thorough and mean in his line of work, even after he flew solo. The thing that bothered me about his bottle cap nonsense is that, frankly, it has no merit. Interesting. So it was a question of worth whether or not to bring this up with us. I wouldn't say that. What I'm saying is that it's one thing to kill for contract, but another to do it in cold blood. And over something so measly and ridiculous? What if there's nothing at the end of this? Most would say suicide, but knowing him the way I do... He'd go on a rampage. I believe you. Why did he snap, Cynthia? Why are we here? His character's always been the same. Murderous, quick to shoot. But it's the industry that changed for him. We had an unspoken rule not to share the details, but it was no mystery he fell on hard times towards the end. Less work and more irritability towards me. I drew the line one day when he... when he hit me. 
I'm so sorry. Was the abuse constant? Oh no. If he truly wanted to do damage to me, he would have killed me. No, he did it once in a spat and immediately dropped his knees and folded his hands, begging me to stay and forgive him. I tried to leave the kitchen where it happened, but he kept grabbing me, so I grabbed the nearest beer bottle and broke it over his ugly head. Huh, good for you. Was that the last you saw him? Before this, I mean. Oh no, he'd make a monthly trip at the bar to try and get me back. Idiot sap will go and make a scene in front of everyone and get kicked out. After trying to convince me he was a changed man, he moved on to promises of more money for the both of us with new business ventures. Never worked. And every time he made himself look more crazy. This thing, however, lets me know he hit rock bottom. I will not stand by and let Alan go on with this while I know I can help. Do you still plan to step out as soon as you stepped in? We could really use your insight through this. You know, I was... But we could really use your help and quite possibly nab this guy sooner than later. Have you lure him in as a trick, perhaps? Right. An ambush would be the easiest method of capture. He obviously has a bottomless trust with you. I knew sitting down was a mistake, but you're right. I can do more. What'll you have me do, detectives? I think we have our answer right in front of us. We find a safe location to secure a meeting between the two of you and have the cavalry waiting in the shadows for Mr. Marks. You agree, Bunny? Took the thought right out of my head. I suppose the question now is where? Way ahead of you. Got a pit boy on your wrist? I can show you where his house is. It's actually not all too far from where the last guy was shot. That's where I used to bunk with him. I doubt he's moved. Have right at it. Your help means a ton. I'll phone into Humphreys and get things set up. The best case scenario is that we bag this guy by supper time. What am I supposed to tell him? How do I know when he'll try seeing me again? I won't lie to you both. He made it seem very clear that this may be his last venture. He hasn't skipped town yet, that's for sure. Besides, I have a little method in mind to drive him back home, and you won't need to move a finger. you want? I made it pretty damn clear what exactly it is I wanted. And yet, you ran back into this cave. Just to think, I could have been out of your hair in a matter of seconds. You madman! You told me you wanted caps and I gave you everything I had. And then you started waving the gun around. And... Idiot! I said, blue star bottle caps! <laughs> They're from Sunset Sarsaparilla. Uh, I don't know what that is. I, I came from up north just a day ago, and I, I'm trying to get by. Please, just sort them out yourself. Look, look here, bum. I ain't having a good day. Now, I've seen and heard all manner of trickery and shenanigans in this collection business, but a cave at 4 a.m. and an excuse like that both things, far too convenient in my business. I saw that pit case slung around your shoulder like some kind of bank robber, and I asked nicely. <laughs> and I'm mighty tired of you guys holding out on me instead of just coming clean. How about you tell me the truth for me, and maybe I'll let you off nicely. 
Sir, I come from DC. If it's special bottle caps you're after, the only ones I have are from Nuka-Cola and- Damn fool. Oh, there's more than enough. Come on. Come on, come on. <clears throat> come on. <clears throat> come on. Where are they? Where are they? You were lying to me! You had to be! No! 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 What the? Alan? Alan? Sin? Alan, it's me. Listen, I don't have much time. But after you left, I heard about how they're after you over the radio and I couldn't bear the thought of losing you. Listen. You've done a lot of things in the past, but I hadn't considered how much trouble you were in this time. I want... I want to take you up on your offer. If it isn't too late. Don't ask me how, but I guess the thought of life without you alone in this desert was more than enough to give you one more chance. Please, meet me at your place. I still kept the key. I didn't chuck it in Lake Mead like I said I did. I'm using a ham radio to broadcast this. But you need to move fast before the NCR catches on to this message. Hurry, Alan. I love you. Alan, it's me. Listen, I don't have much time. Sin. Is the cavalry in place? Yes, ma'am. Have about 16 men posted up behind the neighboring houses, ready to go. 16? Isn't that a bit much for this? Don't underestimate Alan Walter. He's made it this far as a mercenary because he has a knack for these situations. Exactly. Besides, you know me. I'm thorough. Oh, and before I forget, what did you find out about this treasure hunt nonsense? We'll have to get back to you on that. Walter and I just barely got home when Cynthia gave us the call. That's good, then. I think the information she spilled to us may have just saved us a bunch of boring reading. And what about the man? Uh, Malcolm Holmes, right? Anything else he tell you? No, unfortunately. I applied the pressure, but he's just another Joe looking for his fortune like everyone else. He did open up a new world about these stars that I never knew about. Had stories for days about the lengths folks would go to to get their hands on these pieces of metal. Think of it like the gold rush. That's what concerns me. Even if we get this guy today, who's to say another Alan Marks doesn't take his place? Believe me, Walter, there's a reason some of us are just now hearing about this. That's not to say others weren't killed over the legend, but like this? Only a man like my ex can do this. <gasps> I just saw a light turn on. That's him, no doubt. Quick, everybody hunker down. I need to get a clear look at him before I give the order. What in the world is happening in there? I see the shadow, but not the man. Ah, he must have taken a seat in the kitchen or something. Do you think this is too good to be true? No, it's him. He might be blindly in love with me, but he's still tactful at the end of the day. I bet a few caps he dodges windows purposefully. Really? That's rather interesting. Absolutely. Anytime we'd go dining or gambling, 
He'd always make sure to never keep his back to a window. Yep, that's pretty normal merc mentality. It's not like he has anywhere to run. I'm going to give the order. You folks stay back while the troops do their thing. Aye, aye. Alan Marks! Mr. Alan Marks! This is Lieutenant Humphreys of the New California Republic. We hereby order you to step out of the house with your hands in the air. You are being detained on the grounds of multiple counts of murder. Do you hear me? This is the end of the line for you. A shadow moved. Yes, I see. If you do not reveal yourself to us, we will have no choice but to use deadly force. Do you hear me, Alan Marks? Look, I am no negotiator, nor do I plan to be. You have one option or to other. I have more than ten men here ready to fire upon you, and I have a short fuse. It would be in your best interest to give yourself up, Alan. Well, he's not exactly dangling any bait to grease him out. Oh, he took it. Now all that's left for him is to either die right here or die sometime later in NCR custody. The light just cut off. What? Oh, no. Hide all you want, mercenary! You're only going to make your final moments more pathetic as you scurry like a rat in the darkness. This is your last warning. Open the door, come out unarmed, and surrender yourself. I don't think he's doing it. Okay, boys, move in and... He's shooting back! Open fire! He's firing from inside the house. Alan, no! Stay down, Cynthia. Come on, Bonnie. Let's help him out. Right there, by the window. We've got men down! Humphreys, tell them to deploy grenades. We need to clear them out right this second. Right, Walter! Deploy frags, boys! Deploy frags! Get down, everybody! We're clear. You hear that, everyone? Fan out to check the area, just in case. At least two of you check me injured. Go! Would you just look at this place? I'm surprised the walls are even standing the way they are. Most of the grenades definitely landed inside. I give your men credit, Humphreys. But we still can't look past the deadly accuracy that Alan demonstrated. Laser RCW, no doubt. A favorite among the fiends. But they're so drugged out of their minds that they hardly know how to shoot those things. Your ex-man had a thing for energy weapons, ma'am. And he knew how to use them. You say that as if it's in the past tense. Huh? This is a small house. And we can see almost everything that was once whole here blown to pieces. Are you saying that there's a chance this man survived? Ha! <laughs> These were no mere firecrackers. We just aired this place out with American-made hot potatoes. Lieutenant. You can't possibly be insinuating that this man just vaporized off the face of the earth from a few grenades. We'd clearly be seeing scraps of flesh all over this place, at the very least. Oh yeah? Then what do you reckon? I reckon that he locked himself in a safe somewhere or fled into the desert. This is still all too strange. That means he would have only had a few seconds to make a break for it, not only from the house, but from the blast range itself. Well, would you know anything about it, Sin? 
I know this house like the back of my hand. And yet, despite his paranoia, I know nothing special about this place that would make it any different from any other house. Maybe... Wait! Huh? What is it, Humphreys? Look right there, by Cynthia's foot. My foot? Is that a handle I see there? <gasps> yes, I see it. That little rusted silver one on the floor there. I see it. Stand back. Humphreys, I'll open it. You cover me. Anything? Don't know. Humphreys, you got a flashlight on you? On it. My goodness. What? What is it? It's a tunnel. And by the looks of it, it goes far. Even when left with nowhere to run, it looks like the devious Alan Marks still had one more trick up his sleeve. Where is he gone? And will Walter and Bunny be able to catch the blue cap killer? Find out next time! Today's episode of Walter and Bunny was written and produced by Preston Hardin. Edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. The part of Walter was played by Eric Huffman. Bunny and Cynthia by Crystal Romero. Lieutenant Humphreys by Philip Sacramento. Alan Marks by Joshua Belmonte. Malcolm Holmes by Doug Daly. Gloria Van Graaff by Kari Schultens. Simon by Daniel J. Thompson. Hank Lavoy, Eli Chamberlain the Barkeep, and the Cave Victim by Randy Verdon. John Baptiste by Harrison Bullman. Randy Maverick by Wyatt Henry. And the Phone Caller by Sharon Grunwald. Now, a message from Bunny. Hello, everyone. I'd like to point out that thanks to True Volt Escapade's recent joining of the Robots Radio Podcast Network, we now have our own Discord server. Feel free to stop by and chat by visiting the link below. I'd also like to point out that the series now has its own line of t-shirts on Teespring. It's a great way to support the podcast, and we'd love to share your pictures with them. The link for those will also be attached below. Now for A-Bomb Radio's patrons to get their much-needed recognition. Joel Jackal, Michael D. Batku, George Stocko, and Hayden Kincaid, we thank you immensely for your support in keeping True Vault Escapades and A-Bomb Radio alive. That's all for me now, everyone. So until next time, so long. If you would like to support the True Vault Escapade series, be sure to consult the description below. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Are you a fan of Elden Ring? Are you confused about the lore as pretty much everyone else? We've got you covered. Check out the Elden Archives, a lore podcast that helps to explain every little confusing detail about the lands between. Things like what exactly happened on the Night of the Black Knives, or what we really know about characters like Nicola. Just like the show you're listening to now, we're on the Robots Radio Network, so you know it'll be good. Wondering how to find the show? 
easy. Either go to robotsradio.net or search Elden Archives on whatever podcatcher you're using right now. Bookmark the show for later, and we'll see you in the lands between. Again, that's The Elden Archives, from Soft Lorecast, available everywhere. <laughs>